In today's episode, we're going to be talking about is there such thing as having too much sex in marriage? Sex. Woo. The real question is this: How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Welcome to episode 29 of the Journey to Marriage podcast. Burp, burp, burp. I'm Sarah. Burp, burp, burp. <laughs> I'm Rafi. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about this question. Is there such thing as having too much sex in marriage? The people want to know. Yeah. So we had uh, 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 one of our followers on Instagram mentioned and DM'd us about this. And instead of writing a really long <laughs> really long dm we're like let's just create a podcast episode about this because i'm sure a lot of people are thinking about this because um i mean let's talk about our expectations about sex in marriage did you feel like we were gonna have sex a lot yeah i was like oh we can have sex all the time sex (laughs) (laughs) yes making that love that god has instituted in marriage so um for me i thought yeah yeah we're gonna have sex all the time especially being the man usually like the man is the the one that that has that type of drive that wants um sex a lot (laughs) why are you saying it like that (laughs) saying it like what sex (laughs) (laughs) i don't know because that's how we started the episode anyways yeah so like my expectation is like hey we're gonna probably be having sex a lot all the time, every single day. What is the reality? You will not want to have sex every day. <laughs> Why? Because there's other things to do. <laughs> That's true. And there's just a lot of different factors as well. Uh, there's a lot of different factors that we have to play play in regards to when we should be having sex, like being prudent with how each of each of each other are feeling right throughout the day like we don't i don't want to be trying to start intercourse with you when you're like half asleep <laughs> like that would be rude um so there's a lot of prudence in in that decision making mm-hmm. um but yeah so like the real like I, I can understand why why a lot of people who are not married yet and uh, they're thinking like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna we're gonna probably have sex every all the time. Uh, the rea- reality is, you might not, and that's totally okay. Um, because, yeah, it really depends on the person. So let's talk about sex. What are, what are the two purposes of sex? Well, for the first one, it's unitive. And what does that mean? Well, in marriage, you become one flesh, and then. The act of sex, or should I drop the word 
Coitus. Coitus. <laughs> I like that better. Um, when you have coitus, you are becoming one, especially、um, at the climax. Yes. And we, we are <sighs> performing coitus. <laughs> we are performing coitus for the good of our spouse. That's one of, the, one of the purposes. It allows us、mm. to be unitive in our marriage. It's not a selfish act. Yes. And it's not a selfish act as long as we're open to life. So that's the second purpose of sex. It's, pro- it's procreative.、Mm-hmm. So if we're using contraception, we're, we're wrong. <laughs> we're not living out God's plan for sexual intimacy in our marriage. And if you didn't know that, now you know. Yeah. And you can,、um, you know, confess it and、um, live this new life of not using contraceptives. Yeah. But most of these people that are listening to it right now are not even married. So they shouldn't be having sex, Sarah. But come on. Yes. <laughs> But there are some people that do. So if they do, don't. <laughs> That's true. I've had sex before marriage, and I've confessed it to a priest. Already, and you've changed your and life, and I've changed my life because it it destroyed my life, really.、Um, yeah. Starting to do that before marriage, not really, it was more of a selfish thing, right? I was not open to procreation, I was just there to have sex just for the fun of it,、mm-hmm. and、um, it's, it hurt me, my, my relationships. And all that stuff. And it was hard in regards to when I started dating you because I knew this is not what I wanted to do in this relationship.、Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, the two purposes of sex is for the good of our spouse and make sure we're open to life,、yes. procreation. And if, you don't, if you're not open to both, we are not doing, we're not in alignment with God's will. So,、um, another thing to think about and to talk about is. Our sexual expectations in marriage. Ah,、uh, yes. Because right now everyone has、um, their ideals around it, thinking, oh, we're going to have sex every day. But realistically, you should talk about it instead of just assuming. It may be awkward to talk about it, especially if you folks aren't having coitus right now and you're waiting till marriage. Good on you guys. Yes. But you should still、Praying、talk about it. So, like, what should you ask each other in regards to sexual expectations? So, the first one would be like, How often would you like to have sex? Because if you're thinking, oh, we're going to have every day, and then your partner's thinking, oh, we'll have it like once a week, then you guys are going to clash in marriage.、Mm-hmm. So just talk, it, talk about it now. Yes. Have more sex than once a week in marriage. <laughs>、yes. It's great.、Um, but yeah, making sure you're communicating this because, like what Sarah said, when we start to assume about our partner, Usually, it's false, it's fake news, <laughs> right? So, we need to make sure we're communicating this and really communicating our needs. Let's just say we're not having sex enough in marriage.、Mm, you, like,、mm-hmm. that's important that you communicate that with your spouse, and, right? Instead of just、um, building up assumptions like, oh,、yeah. they, they probably don't love me, or what did I do wrong?、Mm-hmm. So, that's something that you're going to be thinking about when you are married. Um, making sure you're communicating about this because this is not, again, something that just will come naturally. You, you've got to be intentional when it comes to building intimacy in your relationship, 
Why? Because the devil will always try to distract you from living out your vocation the best that you can. So he'll distract you. He'll put work in front of your family. He'll do all these things trying to distract you from building intimacy in your, your marriage. So it's important that you guys are communicating this as a couple. Um, another thing to think about is moderation. Mm, the devil hates moderation. Yes. In so many different areas because he just wants you to binge and get addicted to these things. But God made things good. He made sex to be good. And if we don't know how to moderate it, it becomes like an idol. Mm-hmm. Like when you binge watch shows or indulge in too much sweets. Mm-hmm. Which are good things. Yeah. I like donuts. I like watching TV, but too much of it is a bad thing. Same with sex. If you're having too much sex and it distracts you from taking care of your health, taking care of your partner or fulfilling their needs emotionally or distracting you from your spiritual life, then that's too much. You need to moderate it. Yes. And... I want to share something from the catechism because this is not just from us. This is what the catechism of the Catholic Church um, shares and teaches. So this is a um, catechism CCC 2362. It says, The acts of in marriage by which the intimate and chaste union of the spouses takes place are noble and honorable. The truly human performance of these acts fosters a self-giving they signify and enriches the spouse's enjoying gratitude. Sexuality is a source of joy and pleasure. Woo-hoo. The creator himself established that in the generative function, spouses should experience pleasure and enjoyment of body and spirit. Therefore, the spouses do nothing evil in seeking this pleasure and enjoyment. They accept what the creator has intended for them, At the same time, spouses should know how to keep themselves within the limits of just moderation. Moderation. Everybody, moderation. So that's that's important. Again, um, what Sarah said. I mean, she she hit it right on the on the head. So I'm not gonna reiterate that. So think talking about that. um, Another thing to think about when when you're asking yourself, is there such thing as having too much sex in marriages? really making sure you're prudent in doing this because love brings about responsibility, right? Mm -hmm. Making love in marriage brings about responsibility, which is babies. Babies. Yes. So it's important that we are responsible. So um, there's something in the catechism that actually that talks about this. You want to share that? Sure. So this is... um the one right after the one Rafi just read. So 2363, the spouse's union achieves the twofold end of marriage, the good of the spouses themselves and the transmission of life. And then at 2368, it's a particular aspect of this responsibility (laughs) concerns the regulation of procreation. For just reasons, spouses may wish to space births of their children. It is their duty to make certain that their desire is not motivated by selfishness, but is in conformity with the generosity appropriate 
to responsible parenthood. Oh, so excuse me. Gross. <laughs> it just coughed. <laughs> so yeah, so there you go. It is appropriate to be able to um, space space the children out when you're in marriage. However, it's, it shouldn't be motivated by selfishness. So that there's a lot of factors that come into this. Like you, it's not about like, oh, I need to have a successful career in order for me to have children. And that's one of the things that modern culture is trying to push. Like mm-hmm. people are getting married and they're pushing the responsibility of having children as soon as they get married, which is really unfortunate. Like they're saying, oh, well, I need to make six figures. Oh, I need to do... I need to have a successful career before I start having kids. That's oh. not that's not responsible in regards to um, being prudent. Another common one is, um, oh, we need to travel the world first yeah. before we have children. I know I was um, that was advice given to me, like don't have kids yet until like you've done everything you've wanted to. Yeah, that's false everybody if you're listening to that right now that's false that's not what god called us to be like when we're married we are to be open to life really building up the kingdom of god our love that we experience in with our partner should transmit to our external love and through that external love of bearing children that is how we are to find the true joy and fulfillment in our life of course there's special instances where some of the couples are infertile and that's different that's different. That's a different um, situation. But if you are choosing to just postpone having kids for the sake of selfishness, that you want to achieve all these things for yourself, all these things, that's wrong. Like we shouldn't be doing that. We should always be open to life. Um, And until we really believe that and start to live that out in our relationship and our marriage, that's when we're going to find true happiness and joy. Um, So yeah, it's important. That's why we, we practice NFP as well making sure we're prudent in regards to when um, uh, spacing out our children. And ultimately, it's going to be up to God. We can try our best to, to practice NFP when we're, when we're practicing prudence. But if we get pregnant, that's God's will. Yep. And amen, you know. That's what Sarah and I keep talking about. Like, if it happens, then it's God's will, you know. Um, so... The question that we asked, what that was asked to us is, is there such thing as having too much sex in marriage? And the answer is yes. Yes, there is. So it's important to make sure you guys are communicating this as partners, making sure you're practicing moderation and not having this act to be an idol or doing it for selfish reasons, making sure it's to uphold the dignity of your partner, right? And making sure you're practicing prudence. So what are some things that they can do um, in marriage? Yes, in marriage, guys. Um, But right now, before marriage, just make sure you guys communicate about it. Mm. Um, We wouldn't recommend if you're dating to talk about this. This is more like when you're engaged. You know, you want to talk about these things before you enter into marriage. So you're prepared and not caught off guard in marriage. So communicate to each other about your needs. And then yeah, next. And, and then oh. the next is to find a spiritual director, especially when you're married and you're trying to figure out like prudence. Like what what is a prudent decision in regards to being 
responsible parenthood as what the catechism states. If you're having trouble um, with that and you need clarity, find a spiritual director. Let them know your situation of, hey, is it a good time that we are to start bearing children? There's a lot of factors. Um, so if you need the help, ask the ask a spiritual director. Ask for some mentorship. Um, speaking of mentorship, you can also request an NFP mentor yes. in marriage, right? And they'll be able to talk to you guys about that. I mean, even when you're engaged. Yeah, even you can when start, you're engaged. You can start talking about these things. So, I mean, ultimately, that's what we're talking about, right? Being intentional before marriage. Yes. And learning all these things. So, we hope we answered this question to you. And if you have any other questions, anyone who's listening to this right now, feel free to uh, send us a DM on Instagram at Journey to Marriage. And who knows, we might be able to make it as a podcast episode in the future. So with that being said, we hope you guys got value from this episode. We're praying for all of you holy couples on the journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until, Until next time, time, future spouses. spouses.